Nelson Moses, I swear if you don't let us out of this mine, I will end you. <laughs> Look, man, you find the guy with the mushrooms and you realize the whole mine's just in your mind. I did not come here to mine ocean rock for you. Salt. I need salt. <laughs> I came here to mine ocean rock for you. I love salt. See? Got him on board. Throw it over your Love shoulder. You're out of. Uh, you're no longer possessed. It's yeah. great. He's it's great under your that. spell. It's also great for uh, uh, margaritas. <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. You find yourself sitting around a campfire as the sun has dipped across the horizon, bathing the desert sky in a beautiful purple spottled with stars. Speckled is the word I wanted to do. No, you leave in spottled right now. (laughs) (laughs) Spottled. That's going to be our new hashtag. Hashtag spottled. The night is cool without being cold, and there is a cheery bonfire that is set around you all. You found inexplicable driftwood logs that you have set around the bonfire that you are all now sitting on. I guess this desert was once an ocean. Who would have thought sand would come from the ocean? I think most people would think that. I'm still half convinced that Alita just dendromancied it out of the dirt. Alita. I can't just make trees out of nothing. There has to be something for me to tree. Deep in the sands, hiding from us. Wait, where did Eek go? Eek, buddy, are you this tree? Please, 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 please get off. Oh, you're underneath the tree. Oh. Oh. It's remarkable that his tiny body was able to hold all that weight. Strong as a redwood. I mean, that's the thing about being that compact as a person is like, you can handle a lot more stress. It's density. It just, exactly. It's is all the, about it's all about the structural integrity. Is that why I'm so short compared to most of you? Because, well, the two of you at least, because I've handled so much stress in the last four months. So much. Oh, when did that stress all start? Well, if you want to be really, really specific, it started when I had the vision the prophecy that made me find all of you. Oh, what was that prophecy? Find most of us. I mean, Johannes wasn't part of that. What? <laughs> I wasn't? Alita, tell them how I was part of the prophecy. Actually, Mr. Johannes, you weren't. What? We've been over this like a dozen times. So, as you all know, I am a priestess of the Silver Dragon, Alden. That comes with it certain abilities, certain skills for me to be selected to be his priestess. One of them is that I have visions of the future, prophecies. And in one of them, I saw Mr. Eek, Mr. Solinar, and Mr. Boat performing a ritual that would summon the metallic dragons back to the world in an effort to balance out the fact that now only chromatic dragons remain. I found Mr. Eek, and then he found Mr. Boat and Solinar, and also you, Mr. Johannes, And then you all passed my test, and we started this journey to recover the dragon relics and save the world. I remember that. That was in the town of Oatmeal. We met so long ago. It was Oakmel. It was the town of Oakmel. I still find it weird that your whole, like, ah, the final test 
to prove that you're worthy to go on this adventure, fight a couple of pixies. <laughs> it's not really, first and foremost, not something we've done since. And then on top of that, Eek was doing most of the work. The pixies owed me a favor. I didn't have, I didn't have like a dragon to throw at you. Would you have fought Mr. Alden? Well, yeah, you did have Would a dragon to throw Alden? at us. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have fought Lord Alden? There, I, were, there were bears in that wood. I don't remember. But then you would have killed the bears. There was a Baba Yaga in that wood. (laughs) I had no control over the Baba Yaga. The pixies were under very strict orders to not kill you. Plus, she's a pop star. She's just been touring around these days. I I don't actually remember too much from the woods. I remember getting my foot bit, and then everything kind of goes hazy for a while. I remember uh, yes. those. I remember getting those baller sunglasses that we got. <laughs> my oh, my, my pseudo dragon Felix was the one who bit you. And the lenses were not sunglasses. They were amber lenses to warp the faces of the nymphs in the glade so that you all didn't go blind. They were fun glasses. What happened in that glade? I remember there being a really not pleasant shopkeeper. (laughs) And then didn't you guys start a party or something? Uh, Boat and I put on a wrestling clinic. And that's where we met the scary fairy. God, that was one intense lady, I tell you what. I was not expecting that kind of a fight in that situation. I imagine that was a little weird for Eek being like, hey, I just brought you these prophesied chosen ones that I am also one of, and now you guys are fighting fairies inside the nymph glade. I I couldn't believe you guys were so aggressive. I mean, gosh, she she just invited you into your home, and all of a sudden you're, you're fighting people? I, I remember it was a, it was a clash of of a real David versus Goliath story. A six four ex wrestler taking on a false persona so he could uh, smash through the front lines of the glade and leave the people yearning for more wrestling and a tiny one inch fairy that had probably never thrown a punch in its life. Yeah, sorry I missed the uh, the concept of the whole masked wrestler thing and immediately sold you out there, Boat. Just pay attention next time. We'll call it even. So that's when we met Lord uh, Lord Bastion. Lord Alden, yes, the silver dragon of whom I am a priestess. The only remaining metallic dragon in the world. He's so cool. I thought for sure he was a pirate because of the eye patch. I'm pretty he sure. He doesn't have an eye patch. Oh. He has a blinded eye from an old injury. I'm pretty oh. sure I used to hang out at his bookstore. Alden Books. Boo. <laughs> you guys can't hear it in this recap episode, but I'm just glaring at Brandon I'm across the matching her gaze. I can actually hear it. <laughs> it's like a crackling. Those of you who think you have tinnitus, that's not tinnitus. That's the sound of my glare. Mm-hmm. Those of you who have tinnitus, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and then Alden was the one who actually told us basically what was going on, but like he was weirdly vague about a lot of things. Like... We didn't hear about your prophecy and what was involved until like months later. We were like, "Hey, what's the what's the deal with the prophecy and everything?" We all like, didn't ask. Yeah, we wait. did ask, and he was like, "It's a prophecy Alita had." And we're like, "Okay, I guess that's all the info we get." What? You could have asked me, the person we, who had the prophecy. You were right there. How is that not asking you? That you because you weren't directing the question at me. I think you're just really sort of messing with semantics here. Like <laughs> clearly, you knew it was information that we wanted, and you chose to withhold it. Mr. Johannes, you were going to say something. What is happening? 
not not like in the conversation because you and you you and Solana fight all the time, but more so. Why did we start on this? Something about dragons. Some of them are good. So three hundred years ago, something went really really wrong, and the metallic dragons disappeared from the world, leaving only the chromatic dragons behind. This threw the balance of good and evil, life and death, right and wrong, and all that completely off skew. And our world has been kind of messed up ever since. Is that, is that why we went and got on a boat? Yes, we got on a boat because we're trying to collect the five relics of the metallic dragons so we can perform a ritual to summon them and bring them back to the world, hopefully setting everything right again. I miss my room on that boat. Oh, yeah, the Illustre's rooms were really nice. I mean... Why miss the room when you can miss Meowximillion, the greatest pirate cat that ever lived? I don't think they were actually pirates. They had an earring. He had a pirate hat. They, I think they were actually smugglers. Yeah, he did. He had a pirate hat. No, he didn't. He had a little sailor's hat. He doesn't have a pirate hat. No, I hat. remember him also having a pirate hat. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Solinar, do you remember him having a pirate hat? Answer carefully. I don't remember a whole lot from the time on the ship. <laughs> because shortly after I got my room, I found this amazing alcoholic gravy. And it was, or maybe it was icing, or I don't know. It was it was delicious and sweet and I, boozy as all get out. And then you blew up the kitchen. I didn't blow up the kitchen. In no, fact, that sounds right. That definitely sounds right. In fact, everybody kept being like, you all blew up the kitchen. Oh, that's right. One yeah. of us blew up the kitchen, and up, it was Johannes. When you blew ah! up the kitchen, that's when Maximilian lost his pirate hat. Oh, it blew right off his tiny, yeah. cute head. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think that that doesn't sound right. Yeah. I'm 90% certain that I did not blow anything up while we were on that ship. You were too drunk to remember. You were definitely too drunk to remember. No. Ah! No, I'm pretty sure Johannes went into the kitchen to quote-unquote clean it, and later there was an explosion. So I think I think Johannes' idea of cleaning things needs to be with less fire. I think that's the thing. Paladin school didn't help me with that. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I get that. I'm just saying, don't, don't try to pin this on me, man. Did you even graduate from paladin school? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't mean to come on kind of strong there, but... Yes. Of course I graduated paladin school. Can you... Look, I've got the diploma right here. I keep it on me at all times. That's a weird thing to have on you at all times. Is, is that... Is that a drop-down built into your armor? Yes, I built it custom for my diploma because I'm so excited about it. That's actually remarkably impressive. It looks like a... I, I, that looks like a, a nice diploma, too. Yes. I, I, I guess. Yeah, the scribes, apparently they train for years. It's scribe school, which is right next door. It's a very it's a very specific set of disciplines they had at your college. Yeah, I really appreciated it. I got to meet so many different people. Scribes, people trying to be paladins, people trying to be... Clerics, and that was really it. But but scribes were there as well. I mean, that kind of makes sense. There's a lot of monastic orders that do a lot of writing. I mean, just think about all the records that the silver priests and priestesses yeah. had kept. He went to Nomtra Dame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of gnomes. <laughs> Didn't we run across a really weird gnome? For like Some... ten seconds. 
Yeah, but he left a, a really awful taste Wasn't he, in like, my mouth. Super racist or something. <laughs> he uh, was that's ultra it. racist. <laughs> Agreed. Honestly, honestly, nothing was more important in that city than, of course, the patron of the city itself. Are you about to talk about the chicken lady? Rita, again? the chicken lady. Chicken lady. Did we name her? Did she have a name? She did. Her name's Rita. What do you mean? Did we name did she, her? Did her she have a name? Named her. her parents named her. She's her own personal leader. We can't just go around naming people. I wasn't people. a part of the chicken lady. Saga. She was seventh in the line of Ritas. Her father was Marge. I only know her name because Johannes won't shut up about her. She's my hero. I think if Johannes were to have an idol in this world, I believe it would be Rita the Chicken Lady. If there's one thing she taught me that day, it was that any if, if I had the resolve, even half of what she had, nothing would be impossible when it came to bettering a city. Shouldn't they and, have taught you that in in uh, Paladin School? <laughs> resolve? Why did you? Why did it take until then to learn that? I was an auditory learner. And there's a lot of books. You just took everything pass-fail, didn't you? You audited a bunch of paladin classes. <laughs> I took a lot of curriculas to keep my GPA up. <laughs> but damn it, if he did not star in that musical. Was chicken training among your curriculars? No. Solonar right. Josh is showing. I was just thinking, like, if his hero is a woman who trains chickens, I felt like there had to be a reason for that, but I guess not. The resolve. She betted that city. She inspired those around her. All right, so uh, we found each other through the Holy Prophecy, went to two towns, got on a boat, got went to another continent, blew up a city, sort Wait, of. Wait, I mean... That's not exactly accurate. I think that could have all been just avoided, to be fair. Yeah, we could have never gotten on that boat if we did. No, we you all could have listened to me, and we could have left. Like I said we should have. I the mean... Bo- the boat? Then the Viscount gets all his people together, and they march down into the city of Rags, who are perfectly good people just trying to live decent lives. And then, what? Like, he kills everyone. That's the result. That's the result. If we just go, you know what? None of our business. We're just going to do our thing. You all do your thing. Tons of people dead. Well, we could have just not even looked for the city and, you know, spent a couple more days in that hotel. So you're saying that it would have been better for us to just stay ignorant of this terrible class-based conflict. I'm saying I had a really lovely place to stay in a really lovely evening, and then next thing I know, there's riots. Well, what about all those people living in the sewer that didn't have a nice place to stay? Well, in fairness, we didn't really help that by helping the town burn to the ground. We stopped them from getting killed. I mean, in true fairness... We didn't start the fire. It, it was, was always burning. It th- oh, sorry. I mean, basically. Uh, the people in the city of Rags decided that starting a fire was the way they wanted to do things. Cleansing fire. I don't... What? <laughs> I don't know that I strictly agree with their mode, but uh, I, the, can't, I can't help but notice that they got results. As the at the time, the top law enforcement officer in Palabar, I did not condone the actions of the populace, which could be considered a mob, but I do appreciate that they were trying to solve the problem themselves and take personal responsibility for the safety of their city. You know, buddy, um, I don't think most people get elected guard captain on account of coup. I don't think that's usually how that goes. Well, now that he is guard... He didn't get elected guard captain. He stole a man's cloak. I'm a trailblazer. 
I make my own path in life. The watching you crack that dude's skull was pretty impressive. Are we ignoring how Snuffles T Pony was the hero of that day? <laughs> yeah, I saw Snuffles T Pony just really murder the heck out of <laughs> seventeen gods myself, and that was just in the few moments that I was moving through the center of town. She was really on a blood rage. She's stomping with her hooves. I'm glad she got it all out. I felt like she had dealt with the boat and it's <laughs> on off for so long it was inevitable. Eek, you were gone for a big chunk of that time. Like, I know Boat and I went in to interrogate that guy, potentially with strong injury, which you wound up not coming to, thank goodness. But you, like, wandered off, and I don't know what happened to you until we were leaving. Where were you? Um, well, um... I was kind of in a jail cell, actually. Whoa, what? How did that happen? Um, well, they arrested me and they put me in the jail cell. How'd you, you get here, oh, kid? They, they connected you with us. They, oh, you I'm so sorry. You should have just dropped my name. I could have gotten you out of there. They <laughs> aren't the guard captain of Palabar. Well, not you now. You hadn't killed the guard captain yet, so you hadn't taken his cloak. Hey, you had no authority. Let's, let's watch how we phrase that. I had to find my way out of that jail cell all on my own. I, 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 I may have clonked somebody on the head to get out with a stone. Um, anyway. Well, dang, way to go, Eek. I didn't, I didn't take you for someone who would clonk a guard on the head and break out of jail. You know, I do have one regret about our time in Palabar. We never did go back and check on Benna <laughs> and make sure she was safe in the Viscount's dungeon. You know, oh, yeah. the person who helped us so much and yeah. gave us tons of information from the that vulnerability. That we gave a knife to. From the vulnerability of a prison cell. She must surely think that we did good by her town. I mean, I armed her and we told her compatriots where she was. I realized that, yes, we did promise her we were going to get her out of that bad situation. I don't know. I feel like we kind of got her out of that bad situation, right? Like We set the city on fire and we ran away. I mean, that sort of count. We didn't set the city on fire. The people from the city of Rags set the city on fire. And, and then we ran away like cowards. And as guard captain of Palabar, I decided I was too divisive of a political figure to remain in the city, and it was best to get away so mm. the city could have a fresh start. That's not what I remember. That's, I, it's accurate. I remember hearing lightning crackling, seeing Snuffles. How did Snuffles get reattached to the cart? Does anyone know? I Magic. Don't. Okay. I don't think we know, but oh my, those dragons! I think that was the first time we had a we we saw a, a dragon so close. I, I mean, other to, than Lord Alden. Oh, well, a, a chromatic dragon. I think that was the second time we saw a dragon so close. Yeah. And then upon that, we promptly left, even though we're supposed to be saving them, and we went out into the desert, which you were not a fan of. No. But good thing we found a town before we spent much time in it. I hadn't really figured out that I hate sand the most yet. Oh, yeah, Urnvale. How did you come up with that devious soap trap? Oh, of course. I, um, some of my extracurriculars at Paladin School. <laughs> I took uh, traps for homes uh, <laughs> in case two uh, robbers are trying to get you and your parents aren't there. Taught, taught, taught by Lord Professor Culkin. Yes. Um, Solonar, uh, maybe you're a little more familiar with uh, that kind of subject, but would they have that at a, pal at a paladin school? I mean, self-defense, I feel like, would be important for being a paladin. But you I feel like that sounds more like something you'd find at rogue school. Maybe they were holy traps. Yes. Well, 
That's why you have to use soap. It's so clean. Yes, Lord Culkin, the broken, taught us many a thing. But the soap trap was the one that stuck with me the most, mainly because he used it to wash my mouth out that one time I said that one word I never can say again. So you set up the soap trap based on training that you got in paladin school from a Lord Culkin. The broken. Yes. And also, I think we had some help from the Admiral store. I mean, if they were hunting traps, that'd be like a ranger school thing. If they were like poison traps, that would definitely be like rogue school. Of all the nonsense that happened with the werewolf orcs and the weird booby-trapped bar we made, we're really getting hung up on whether or not he learned the soap trap at paladin school? I've literally been to no other schools. Honestly, the whole surfing down Johannes in a mattress, shooting spells in all directions, was one of the most impressive things I think I've seen our party accomplish since throwing an anchor at the neck of a sea creature and decapitating it. That was pretty awesome. Thank you. That was way back on the ship, though. Well, yeah, but like... We had a very eventful time on that ship. Yeah, we also didn't talk about it, and we just skipped on past it, so now we're I'm really, like, super humble about that. That was, like, a really awesome fight, but I don't like to talk about it too much because I don't like to build myself up in front of other people too much. You you literally hired Solinar I'm as humble. your hype humble. man. Yeah, because he said which he I only doesn't. know what that is because of that that's, being Solinar's job. That's different. That was that was for wrestling promotion and making money. You wouldn't you wouldn't use the fact that you killed a sea monster. Nobody is going to believe me when I tell them that I threw an anchor at a sea monster in the middle of an ocean fight and decapitated it, killing it. As, I barely believe it myself. As I recall, you were the one who insisted that Sodion be referred to as the Destroyer. Well, yeah, for our own internal references. No, I think you're paying some bards on the side. I know how this works. I mean, I have given some thought to my memoirs that I might write in the coming years, but uh, that's about it. Uh-huh. He says, holding up a recorder, <laughs> memoir note number 3,872. <laughs> So after we took care of the werewolf orcs in Urnvale... Werewolves. I don't think that's what they're called. Did anybody hear anything about cowboy vampires while we were there? I felt like I kept hearing things about cowboy vampires, but I don't know if that was just a dream. I I'll tell you something about cowboys. I got I a cool cowboy hat while we were there. I think that was a dream you had, Solana. Oh, I think that oh. was a dream where it said... Hello, listeners. Support us on Patreon if you would like us in the future to have content such as Cowboy Vampires. That's right. Patreon backslash Goblins Growlers. Johannes, I don't know how you did that, but that's exactly the voice from my dreams. <laughs> I rolled really high. Rolled what? My The dice. What dice? In I, my head. I don't understand. You don't think about dice all the time whenever you're trying to do something that might be potentially difficult? Yeah, Johannes no. actually explained this to me. It's his decision-making process. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll like, create a <laughs> random number in his head, and he'll make his decision based on that. Uh-huh. Are you telling me that you actually feel like your head rattles when you, like, move around? Like oh. it's got dice inside of it? Always. That's something I would look into. Like, get to a healer or something. If only there was a healer in our party. I, I am not that kind of healer. You're a paladin. Physician, heal thyself. Oh, that's right. I'm the healer in our party. Good lord, man. 
So we got rid of those were vampire wolves, and they were terrorizing a town. We did good, I think. They'd stolen all the supplies and anybody who showed resistance. So I, didn't we? Didn't we all agree to go track them? I think I rolled a one and found a dart gun. I really just don't like to think about that town, but I, I, I did like how we. I think we helped the people who were who were who were imprisoned in the uh, the camp. Yeah, we cut everybody who was in the camp loose. All the werewolves and all the regular wolves. Yeah, so they were free right when we left. Everything was going to be okay, right? And they were eating orcs. And even the unworn wolves. Eating orcs, drinking orc milk. (laughs) Making orc cheese. So after that, (laughs) which was generally, you know, uh, something we can just sidle on right past, uh, we then went looking for the temple for the first relic, the brass dragon. Temple! Oh, desert. Well, we found the town of Kazan. Well, before we even found that, there was that weird, huge mirage thing where the road just ended. And then it was supposed to be a cliff, but then it wasn't a cliff. And then there was a store. Mernsey! Oh, I'm very confused by that person. I don't understand how he keeps appearing, but... I was I was glad for the fact that he was there. It was a nice respite from all the desert heat. We should have asked him if we could have just stayed the night in there. It's a very small shop. Also, again, I'm a little uncomfortable with that gentleman because he has no face. I mean, not having a face is hardly a reason to judge someone. You yeah, keep yours really covered all the time. That's because if you look directly at my face, you'll go blind. Did you oh. ask Moonzy why he doesn't have a face? Maybe There's he a difference had one. between I cover my face <laughs> and I don't have a face. Maybe he had to get rid of it because it was turning people to stone or something. There is no scarring there. He's magic. His name's Moonzy. Maybe he had... He didn't have a name until you gave him the name Moonzy. <laughs> Tensor's scar removal or something. Sorry, you got me a Tensor's scar removal. I need a minute. Keep going. Yeah, so he had lots of magic items. It was cool to see the room of requirement, and then we moved on after naming Moonzy. We went in deeper into the desert. And we found Kazan. Oh, right. that's right. Oh, yeah, that place was kind of a... Uh, kind of it a, had been completely destroyed 300 years ago. By black dragons, right? Well, by a black dragon priestess leading an army. An army of black dragons? Well, there were black dragons, but I don't think she had an army of black dragons. It was an army of one. I thought it was an army of many. I mean, one black dragon. Well, the one who had the vision was Eek. It was, I, it was just a really, it was, it was just kind of terrifying. Um, I, I couldn't tell you if it was an army or if it was just one. or It, it seemed like an army, though. Um, I, I couldn't tell you what all was in the vision, but I, I do remember there was this, this figure who I think was called maybe Emberlin? And she seemed to have command over black dragons, and she seemed really powerful. Well, glad we're never going to run into her ever, so that's good. <laughs> I mean, benefit benefit of having visions of things that happened 300 years ago. You don't have to worry about those people showing up and ruining your day. True doubt. Solonar, how old are you? Um... Oh, that's a pretty impolite thing to ask a man of his age. 50-something. Yet you look roughly late 20s, early 30s, right? Sure. I mean, by human standards. Yeah, whatever. So Pro- you project could, your racial so you would <laughs> timeline. Thea- so you would theoretically live more than 100 years. I mean, yeah. Provided you don't get yourself killed. 
which seems kind of unlikely, but possible. Sure. So another possibly elven person could live hundreds of years. I mean, but not like 300. That'd be ridiculous. Can you imagine someone living 300 years? Imagine, like a silver dragon or something could never live that long. That'd be a crazy long time for anything to live. I mean, Lord, other than like a tree. But Lord, th- those are trees. Lord Alden was already well into his years by the time the tragedy that happened 300 years ago happened. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because if he's the last metallic dragon, then he would have My had... mother was well into her hundred, like well into her multiple hundreds when she died. Is that what they, multi-hundreds? <laughs> multi-hundreds. I'm celebrating my multi-hundreds <laughs> birthday today. <laughs> well, after a certain point, it's rude to just rub it in. Yeah. Bake me a cake. <laughs> 270 candles. <laughs> I'm Alita's mom. All of them from Bed Bath and Beyond a different sense. What's Alita's mom's name? We're going to start a forest fire. <laughs> I'm Alita's mom, and my name's Julia. Uh, you're going to end up. <laughs> oh no, she's going to throw up. Julia Esther. <laughs> Pimple in the bottom. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry to ruin you guys' day, but Alita's mom's name was Freya. So we found a key in that temple. Well, it wasn't really a key. It was a pen. Oh, it was a pendant. It was dented. Well, no, it was a, it was a pendant. I I wear a pendant. Oh. The key to the brass temple was a pen. Ah, oh, it wrote the history of fate as we took it to the temple of brass. And then we stuck it in a tiny hole in a statue and opened the temple of brass, which had been decimated by a nightmarish bone snake. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was when things started getting weird with Eek, right? You really, 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 really wanted to have that jar that we found at Velen's place. We didn't even talk about meeting Velen. The on the fi- way to the Brass Temple. And that pond full of fish people. Oh, that freaks me out so bad. I really wanted to eat one, but I would have felt too guilty. That's nightmare All right, in fuel. fairness, there were people that had been turned into fish. Fish people implies like mermaids. Wait, there weren't mermaids. I don't, I don't feel like it's so weird to call them fish people. They were people turned into fish. Fish people. Regardless, well, I may- wasn't going to eat one. Maybe because there were people first, they're people fish. All right, I'll accept that. People fish it is. There's that whole genie thing. You were practically obsessed with it. Oh, yeah, the genie was the one where the genie's in the lamp and the ifrit is in the lamp, and then if you try to summon them, uh, it can cause bad times to happen, like all the people being turned into a fish. I was going to help the genie, but apparently you guys didn't want that to happen. Well, the problem was is that the genie was also meshed with a ifrit, which, when the bottle opened, it was a 50-50 shot of which one you were going to get, and the Ifrit wanted to kill us. So we should have just left the genie to be stuck in a bottle? I don't think so. I mean, all you have to do is rub it the right way, right? Unless you can figure that out. I'm kind of lost. It's a Christina Aguilera reference. Oh, (laughs) So we found that genie, and then every time we tried to open it, the cork was so difficult. It wasn't really that difficult. It came free pretty quickly. No, I'm still can't get it open right now. Yeah. 
Oh god, don't open it! Oh, right, that's right. Oh, wasn't here you go. Wasn't it also the cork on your, like, water decanter? Didn't oh. that have a really, really stuck cork? Oh, what? that's the one that I was trying to open right now, actually, because it's more convenient to the narrative. <laughs> that, that's what I'm opening. I'm in hell. It's... It, you bought it. It was the one thing you bought at Moosey's shop. That's also where we got these sweet rice buns that were really good. Oh. And that's where Boat got his weird oboe or... A clarinet. Oh, right, 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 right. I never know my wind instruments. But then when we were in the Temple of Brass, Boat got a new instrument. Oh, that's right, the pan flute. The pan flute is actually way cooler than the clarinet of Discord. Maybe you need the clarinet of Discord's respect before it plays well or something. Well, we'll just have to find, I'll have to keep playing it and get better at it, and we'll find out. Actually, when we went into the temple, Moonzy's shop appeared again. And, Solinar, didn't you buy something? Uh, I bought the Wand of Infinite Jests that apparently only has 100 jests in it. Which seems like a weird naming convention to name a limited thing infinite. It's like saying you have unlimited data. <laughs> After the hundredth jest, they throttle your jests. <laughs> they come out way slower. I, I think I remember it being in finite jests. <laughs> now that makes sense. What a Thank jest. You. Thank you for making sense out of all of this. Speaking of sense, did we ever find that bone snake that terrorized and destroyed and decimated that whole temple? Well, not before you found your beautiful fire baton, boat found and bought the pan flute at Moonsies, I bought the one of infinite jests, and then Eek ran off. You ran off in the temple, all on your own. Well, yeah, what was up with that? You guys are tr- going to try to steal something else from me. Something else? Well... Way back the, at the first time we met Moonzy, I, I was actually given this strange crystal ball that I could see visions in, and I think you guys were going to try to take that from me, too. Oh, you were trying to buy that darn plant, too. I forgot all about that. You were obsessed with that thing. <laughs> oh, you were also obsessed with <laughs> that about. plant. That was only because I fell under that plant spell. <laughs> so, after all that, we did fight Ucha. Whoa, we did. What happened? Well, we're not dead, so I would say we won. Huzzah! Uja. Wait, do you not remember fighting Uja? That was one of the most intense things I've done in my entire life. I flipped Johannes on a broken rib up to crack it in the skull with his sweet mace. It was amazing. And at the end of it, it I pinned the snake to win the Serpentine Heritage Ossuary Championship. That wasn't what it was. You oh, just I, decided I, that's what it I was. Which I now wear proudly around, around my waist. Around yep. my waist. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. My next belt will be the Julia Elizabeth Slocum Memorial Championship. <laughs> Please, I've already butchered Alita's mom's name because her name was originally supposed to be something else. It's supposed to be Elmaine. Uh, didn't, didn't, I remember reading a story when Slocum, uh, she really went on her, uh, like her campaign. She said, jump on the Slocomotive. We're gonna. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. So we killed the bone snake. Because it wasn't ready. (laughs) And we, uh, and we ended up getting the relic, the first relic of the brass dragon. It looked at me. Well, yes, you could. You and Johannes could get into the temple room, the sanctum that had the relic. But it's a statue, and it turned and looked at me. Solonar and E couldn't get in. I mean, we know why I couldn't get in. I'm a criminal. I'm criminally criminal. 
technically we're all criminals. Committing criminal crimes all over the we, place. We helped a riot. We've killed many people. I was a law enforcement officer. Thank you. Show some respect. Many people. I am a Leo. You're... <laughs> Criminy, I'm a criminal. I was about to be like, and, and, I'm a, and I'm a Virgo? I don't know what you want from me. What are you guys even talking about? Nothing important. Anyway. Have I mentioned I'm also a sergeant in the Palabar militia by virtue of my position as guard captain? Anyway. Is that how any of that works? No. (laughs) Well, now, back up a minute. You act like you know an awful lot about the outside world, miss. I never left my grove before this adventure. Yes, if you recall, you yelled at me about that. Yes, that is correct, in Palabar. How would you know whether or not you can be the sergeant of the Palabar militia? It's almost like sometimes she completely switches to another person with... (laughs) Hot godlike knowledge mm-hmm. of the world around us and the ability to change things on a whim. I'm sure it has to do with her sensitivity to prophecy. It's prophecy. Also, uh, the canon explanation is books. Why are canons explaining things? <laughs> you can shoot books out of them. Hey, Alita, I'm Charlie the Cannon, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you how the world works. <laughs> People call me Chuck Can. Chuck <laughs> these books. Kaboom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charlie the Cannon, and I'm going to tell you which relationships... Whoa, Not you today. just murdered him! <laughs> what? He's played out! Blood's everywhere! The I'm... secret must remain secret. <laughs> I'll lay my hands on him. No, Charlie, stay with us! He's failed all his saving throws, Johannes. Charlie yeah. was so close to telling us which characters are romanceable in this plot. No! So now that we're beyond that, uh, we we got the we got the statue, and then that's how we ended up here at this camp, talking yep. to you, right, Valum? Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What was that? Right. All right. It sounds like Valen didn't catch any of that, which means we're going to start this whole thing from the beginning. So Solinar and I were setting up a wrestling match. Da 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 da. negative opinions of any particular member of the party at this point. She has negative opinions of the party as a collective unit. Rock over the night, little girl.